Good evening, Tiger Nation. Welcome to this September 17th edition of Tiger Talk. This is our weekly Hattiesburg Tiger Coaches Show, live from Walk-Ons Bistro and Bar here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about last week's exciting week four loss to, to Oak Grove, but it was, it was quite a game, and we're going to preview this week. A fun night. We're happy to have you with us, whether you're here in the room, whether you're watching us on uh, Facebook Live or on HattiesburgTigers.com. We appreciate you being with us. And uh, somebody else that I appreciate being with us is Coach Vance with us every week. Thanks, Coach. Glad to be back. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Uh, first, again, you know, <laughs> you know this is coming every week. Let's talk about some other sports. What's going on uh, around the Hattiesburg Athletics Program right now? Well, relatively quiet week at home this week. We only have one home event. That's volleyball game Thursday night. Uh, other than you know, football game Friday night. So kind of quiet week this week. Uh, middle school football is off this week. Uh, so kind of quiet around the high school this week. You let those guys have the, have the day, have the week off, middle school team? That's just the way the schedule feels. <laughs> <laughs> they got to they gotta get better, Coach. We no need doubt. Them. We no need doubt. Them. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's talk about last week's game. Lost to Oak Grove 42-34 uh, in exciting fashion. I mean, it was, it was a back-and-forth game. We were up. We led the first three quarters of the game, yeah. and then uh, and and most of that by two scores. I mean, we were up, we got up early, and we kept saying on the broadcast, you know, as the game started in the first quarter, we were like, man, if you're a Tiger fan, this game couldn't have started any better. And so we got off to a fast start, got some confidence in those guys, and looked like a completely different Tiger team than we've seen in previous weeks. What'd you do different? Well, didn't do anything different, believe it or not. Uh, just uh, you know, I thought we had better practices. Uh, you know, I thought our guys came with you know. Uh, the mindset we're going to pay attention to detail a little bit more. And so, you know, uh, hats off to our players. I think that they make the difference, no doubt. Uh, you know, I think our coaches are, you know, making sure that they're doing everything they can to make this a better football team, better football program. But uh, our players, you know, mindset I thought was different. Uh, the approach to the game, approach to practice, uh, and the off week was different. Uh, you know, uh, the one thing we did do, we got back to some uh, basic stuff, some more, you know, if you would, just – some physicality, you know, we, we, we hit a little bit more in practice than we normally do, but I uh, just feel like that's something we, you know, needed. Yeah. So, did yeah. that, and I thought that uh, our kids responded the right way. Yeah, and you, you always hear coaches at the college level and, and, and at the pro level a little bit talk about when they want to kind of energize the team, they do go back to those more physical practices, yeah. and, it, and it gets you back to kind of feeling like real football yeah. again, you know. you. You go back and you just start hitting. You, you pop the pads a little bit, and it gets you in the mood. And it always gets you in the mood, too, to play Oak Grove, um, you know, I would imagine, with being right across town. And, again, we play rivalry after rivalry after rivalry, but uh, that Oak Grove rivalry is, is a different one, too. It is. You know, and our kids look forward to it, and we have fun in our locker room with it. You know, we do. Uh, you know, that's a week where we, we, we refer to them as West Hattiesburg, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure how much they like that, but <laughs> it's all in love. I promise you it is. But, uh you know, so, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, they came out on top. So, hats off to Coach Causey and uh, those guys from across the interstate there. Well, speaking of Coach Causey, he was here the other night, and, and you were talking to him off the air, and, and you both, as you were, were walking away from each other, you all have a good relationship, and as you were walking away, he said, uh, you know, I'm going to have something for you. <laughs> and you said the same thing, I'm going to have something for you. So, did you see any of that stuff come out in the game? No, nah, they, they were uh, surprisingly, you know, pretty pretty simple. Probably the simplest offense I've seen them run. You know, they didn't have a lot of trick plays up their sleeves like I thought they would, uh, you know. So, I think we may have thrown them a couple of wrinkles. I think they've spent most of the week trying to figure out who's going to play quarterback for us. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, we talked a couple of times Friday, and he's like, 
All right, who's going to play quarterback? Like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. You know. Well, and that's kind of what you told me, too. I mean, we, yeah. you know, we kind of talked about it, and you weren't sure. But uh, we'll jump right in. Speaking of quarterback, I want to talk to about a few different players that really stepped their game up this mm -hmm. week. But uh, Jordan Willis, one of them. I mean, it all kind of started with him. He went 18 for 28, 260 yards and three touchdowns. And it just seemed like – I know we were talking about it earlier before we went on air. It just seemed like he played with so much more confidence. He had his head up. He was, he was making the throws. He was throwing lasers out mm -hmm. there. Uh, especially across the middle of the field. And, and what do you think – I mean, what contributed to that? I think just off week, kind of slowing things down a little bit, being able to go back and evaluate film uh, a little bit closer. You know, normally in the week of preparation, getting ready for another game, we don't have a lot of time to spend on the last game. But I think we were able to go back and really look at those first two games and showing some things on film and uh, showing some areas that, you know, we need to improve in. And, uh, you know, competition always brings out the best in everyone. So – uh, put a little pressure on him there, you know, with some competition with, from some other guys. And, uh, you know, but I uh, thought he played a lot better last week, uh, you know. So, uh, still room to grow, and he understands that. But I thought from week one to week two and to week, you know, game three for us, mm -hmm. uh, totally different kid. Well, and I think that uh, you, you you mentioned he, he had the more confidence. You went back and you looked at some things and – but and, and you mentioned the, the quarterback battle that you had. You know, you've had you've played three guys mm -hmm. there so far this year through three games. Um, and, and I guess it's obvious to us, but I want to hear it from you. It seems like he handled that well. Yeah. That he never yeah. got his – I was trying to figure out the way I wanted to say it, but figured out he handled – seemed like he handled that well. Uh, he never really got his head down, didn't feel defeated when other guys were in playing mm -hmm. quarterback. And uh, how, how did he handle that? And that's the type of kid he is, you know. And all three of those guys are team player, you know. Uh, J.J. same way. They pull off each other. They pat each other on the back. Uh, they encourage each other. And, you know, so it's fun to coach that group and watch them, you know, compete. But at the same time, uh, encourage each other to, you know, do the very best. So, uh, but, you know, Jordan, you know, he even kill type kid. And, uh, you know, he handled it, you know, the way I expected him to handle it. And bounced back and, you know, had his best game of the year so far. Well, and you mentioned to me last week, too, that, uh, during practice, you were kind of telling him, "Hey, we need to get some other guys some reps just in case." Mm -hmm. And and he didn't want to come out. He wanted to <laughs> he wanted to run those reps. And and so that's what you want to see, right. you know, when mm -hmm. a guy when a guy kind of doesn't lose his job, but there's a battle and yeah. there's three guys getting playing time and that kind of thing. Uh, you want to see him be the guy yeah. that steps up and says, "Hey, I want this position. Yeah. I'm going to work for it." No doubt. And like I said, I think he did a great job of handling that and just uh, went out there and played with a lot of confidence. Uh, you know, I think we looked at some things that maybe we could do to. Make it a little bit easier on him and, you know, uh, try not to ask him to do too much and play within himself. Yeah. Another guy that really stepped up, and, and we've been waiting on this to happen for a while, and, and he, he just burst onto the scene this Friday night, was uh, Jamal Donaldson. Yeah. He carried the load for you. 21 carries, 126 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, and it was – I mean, it was like – those runs were impressive. Yeah. I mean, several of those runs, it wasn't just pound, pound, pound. I mean, several of those runs were he's dragging tacklers. Uh, he broke in open field one time, one of the touchdowns, and just outran everybody, and yeah. he's a big guy. Uh, he was he was really impressive. Is that something that you think we can see weekly from him? Yeah, we expect to see that from him, you know, from uh, day one. You know, it's tight back that we expect him to be. Uh, you know, but Friday night, you know, uh, he turned it on and uh, put on a good show for us. and. You know, we expect him to get better as the season go and become that back force that we know he can be. But uh, definitely ran the ball hard Friday night and, uh, you know, did a great job for us. You know, I think that, yeah. you know, uh, I think he got most of the carries, as you said, but we were able to sprinkle in a couple other guys mm -hmm. and 
kind of give them a blow, and they were able to come in and give us some big runs also. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, for us, those are things moving forward when we talk about running back by committee that, you know, we're expecting to do. But we do expect Jamal being the senior of the group to play like he did Friday night. Yeah, I thought Cortland Harris did a good job. Yeah, Nakari Gray came in did a good job. Right. And then you had a couple of, uh, couple of runs from Briscoe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just – you know, like you said, Donaldson's the senior. Donaldson's got the size. Mm-hmm. Six foot 205 is what he's listed. Um, he just looks like a running back. Yeah. And so uh, we've kind of been waiting on that to happen, and, um, and, and it did. And yeah. so we were really impressed with that. And then, you know, when you have a rushing day like that, you can't forget the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, I thought your offensive line did a good job because I did mention that Donaldson was dragging, block, dragging tacklers, but it was after he was through the line. He yeah. had several runs where he had, had big holes to run through. Changed some things up front there, you know, went a few different guys, a few different spots. And, you know, I thought it gave us a big boost. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue to, you know, tinkle with that until we get the right five up there and uh, just feel really good about the right five, you know, when we finally get there. And, you know, hopefully after this week, We'll figure out hey, these are right five and make sure our backups are ready to go. But, you know, and I think that helped us last week a lot. So, looking forward to this week and uh, see how much better that group gets. Never done, are you? No, it's, it's <laughs> never. It's always a process. And, uh, you know, you have to – you can't get tired of the process, you know, just step by step, brick by brick. And, uh, you know, just have to keep, like I said, tinkering with it till you get it the way you want it. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously Ryan Briscoe did Briscoe things. <laughs> I mean, he's just it's just a weekly thing for him. As much as we can get the ball in his hands is how much he's going to produce. Ten catches, 170 yards, two touchdowns. Um, it's just, like I said, that's just what happens when you get the ball in his hands, yeah. right? He's electrifying. He is, you know, when the ball hits his hand, uh, you know. I'm never, you know, thinking we're going to lose yards when he takes the football. You know, he's yeah. got the ability to – make people miss in space. Uh, you know, he's got the ability to, you know, break tackles. And, you know, he's probably – he probably has as good a balance as any kid I've ever coached, you know. And uh, it's times where you think he's off balance, he's going down, he has the ability to keep his balance and, you know, turn in big play after big play. Yeah, the game uh, – I guess it was the Oak Grove uh, – not the Oak Grove, the pedal game where yeah. he was he was dead to rights there on the <laughs> on the sideline, on y'all's sideline, yeah. and was slung. I mean, the defender just slung him like he should have gone down. He's a little bitty guy. Yeah. And uh, he was able to break, shake that off and go score a touchdown. But but you mentioned it. He, he Yes, he makes people miss in space and that kind of thing, but he breaks tackles. He and, he, and he doesn't necessarily have the size to do that, but somehow – He's able to squirt yeah. away a lot of times. He's tough, man, and I tell people he's a lot tougher than I thought he was, you know, and uh, just seeing him at practice every day. And you come watch practice, man, he's one of those guys going to practice hard every single day, so it's not a secret that he's able to do things he do on game night because he practices that way. Mm-hmm. And so the defense has been solid all year, kind of been waiting on the offense to catch up. Um, you feel like we may be seeing that happen now? You, you feel like the offense may be catching up with the defense? Well, we still a got a long way to go. And, again, everything starts up front. Yeah. You know, it starts those front five and uh, and starts with the execution of a quarterback and receivers and running backs. So, uh, we just got to continue to get better, build off last week. Uh, and I always remind our players and our coaches, it ain't ever as good as you think. It ain't ever as bad as you think when you watch film. You go back and watch film last week's game and, Sure, there was a lot of mistakes. You know, some things we did well, but there was a lot of mistakes, a lot of things to fix, and uh, that's what we have to focus on this week. Now, we gave up 42 points. Were you were you fairly happy with how the defense <laughs> played? Or, I mean, because because look, you know, the first couple of games you gave up quite a few points too. But 
still coming out of those games, if you watched, I, I thought the defense was still fairly solid. Yeah. I mean, you know, do, do you, how did you feel about the defensive performance? I thought we played well against the run. We gave some big plays in the passing game, obviously, to a really good player. And, I was going to uh, say, it's hard to stop Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Not many people are going to stop so, Brandon Hayes. You know, so. but, you know, are we happy about giving up 42 points? No, we're not happy about giving up right. 42 points. But, you know, uh, if you were there and watched the game, you got a chance to see somebody special catch some balls and make some plays with it. And, uh, hats off to Brandon, a great young man. And, Great football player. Somebody's going to get himself a heck of a football player with that kid. Yeah, you told me after the game when I came up to you, you're like, man, Brandon Hayes is fast. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he, he is. He is fast. So, and, and he was he was impressive. I believe he scored four touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and, and some of those were just – there was just nothing that the defenders no. could do. I mean, you know, he, he caught one right over the top that was just – it was a good pass. Game of inches. I mean, yeah. that first thing he caught, just fingertip grab. And, you know, it was a few inches. You know, far out, it's probably incomplete. I don't know. He's got some afterburners. He probably would have caught up to it, man. <laughs> it's, a shame. it's a shame that he, he had to miss a season for injury yeah. last year. Yeah. I mean, it, it would – I can't even imagine what he would be if he had had that yeah. full season to play last yeah. year. Um, tough test uh, for the defense. We talked about that. Ogrove playmakers, we talked about that. Are there any other – first, tell me any other kind of positives that you took out of the game. And then on the flip side of that, some things that you saw that we still need to work yeah, on. Yeah, I thought we grew as a team in practice the last two weeks, you know, in the off week and uh, even during the you know, last week's practice, I thought we grew and got better. Uh, you know, so we got to continue that. Uh, you know, we got to fix what we need to fix and uh, certainly got to continue to work on blocking and tackling. And at the end of the day, when you get through all the fancy stuff, it still boils down to blocking and tackling, you know, and the team that block the best, team that tackle the best, tend to win. So uh, we got to continue to work on those things and, uh, you know, get better and uh, get ready for the regular season and get ready to start next week. Continue to work on special teams, I would imagine. Yes, but yes, we uh, continue working on special teams, uh, continue to trying to find that one guy that can, you know. It's kind of where you're ball. tinkering, doing some yep. of that tinkering. Still yeah, doing that too. So We were spoiled. We've been spoiled the last <laughs> few years with uh, no with guys like Duckworth and yep. uh, Gaten Hintz yep. and, and some of those guys. Yep, and uh, even before them, Khalil Pope. Yeah. So, yeah, we've, we've always had some guys that kick the football. So. Yeah, been yep. kind of spoiled with, with that here recently. So, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a break. We're going to watch highlights. John put together a highlight video from uh, last week's game against Oak Grove. There's some really good stuff on that back home at D.I. Patrick Stadium. So you'll see, see the new video board in the background. You'll see the Hattiesburg Tiger fans. We'll talk about them in just a little bit. And we're going to watch this highlight video, and we'll be right back with Coach Vance to talk about this week's upcoming game. All right, we are back here live from Walk-On's Bistro and Bar in Hattiesburg, Mississippi with our week four edition of Tiger Talk. This is our last week of preseason, Coach. Um, Coach is over here watching <laughs> watching Tiger Talk himself. Uh, it was the last week of preseason. Uh, we're moving on. We're going to play a, a little bit different type of opponent this week, somebody yep. that we uh, haven't played in the last several years. We played them in spring game yeah. uh, or in a uh, yeah, spring, spring game, game one year. Um, going to move on to Jeff Davis County, Jefferson Davis County Jaguars, mm -hmm. which is a, a – when did they consolidate? Was it a 16 – Three years ago now. Three years ago. So it was year. Prentice yeah. and Bassfield, Bassfield correct. joined, which uh, Bassfield already was uh, a really good power, yeah. uh, a powerhouse in, what, 2A football? Yep. Um, they won five or six in a row. Yeah, like and so they, they consolidated with Prentice to, to form the Jefferson Davis County Jaguars. They're 2-2 two and two right now, coming off a win at uh, or against Lawrence County at home. 
um, but they're only two years removed from a 3A state championship. Mm-hmm. I believe they won that state championship the first year. Yes, yeah, so I guess it was two years ago. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah. it was 17 that they won the state championship. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, this is their third season. Yeah, yeah, that was their first year of being a school. Went on and won the state championship. Yeah. So uh, that's a pretty good way to start off. No doubt. Um, coached by Lance Mancuso, who has won seven state championships in his career. Yeah. Uh, you familiar with Lance? You know him? Know him well. You know, yeah. and um, he's one of those guys that. He's going to always play close to the vest, and, uh, you know, he's going to get the most out of his kids, and they're going to play extremely hard. And, uh, you know, he's got the blueprint to that wing T offense that they run. So, you know, uh, they're good at it. Um, so what's the is, – is that the connection to getting them on the schedule? Because what we did was we've had Moss Point on the schedule forever, uh, dropped Moss Point and added Jeff Davis County. Is that the connection, or how did that happen? Yeah, just uh, something we talked about the last several years since I've been here, just, uh, you know, being so close and mm-hmm. – their fan base been, you know, such a great fan base they have and uh, such a great following just uh, how it would be, you know, financially for both teams a good game to play, uh, you know, for us competition-wise. Uh, we knew what they were going to bring to the table. Uh, you know, and this year especially, you know, losing so many guys that were lost on defense and uh, even offensively to see a team that runs that because we've got three or four teams in our division going to be yeah. uh, somewhat similar to the same type of offense. So felt like – be a great time to put them on the schedule to get ready to, for what we're going to see in division play. Uh, something real similar to what we'll see Friday night from several of our teams in division play. Now, is the football schedule something that you you, you do year to year? You it's get with these years. teams? It's every two years. Every two okay. years you kind of look at it, and uh, obviously you're going to have your rivals that you're going to continue to play, which are your you know, Oak Grove, Pedal, and you know, Laws of the world. And then you t- typically have either a bye week or two other opponents. So this year we chose to have a bye week, and – uh, at Jeff Davis, is it is it every two years when they when they realign the regions, you go ahead and realign the yeah, schedule too? That's correct. So every two okay. years, the state does a realignment or reclassification uh, schools one A through six A, and uh, then typically you have the turnover in your schedule because typically everybody has some change yeah. in their division, yeah. even if it's one or two teams. And that's how we ended up with Pascagoula and East Central this correct. year, rather than uh, West Harrison and Stone. Correct. Um, so so moving on. Every week so far has been a rivalry, mm-hmm. right? So this one really isn't one, maybe one that we can start up. And I know a lot of these kids do know a lot of those kids mm-hmm. still, but not your traditional rivalry like we've seen the last few weeks. You think you'll have any trouble getting your guys up for this? I don't think so. You know, I think our kids will be up. I think their kids will be up. Uh, you know, I think both communities will be up for it. And uh, I'll be exciting night. You know, I do know this. Both teams will be better yeah. after playing the game. So Yeah, and I know they, they will bring some people. No doubt. They'll, no they'll doubt. bring some folks over here. Uh, bring them all. Bring yeah, them all. Just bring them. Yeah, bring <laughs> them. Um, wasn't able to find a whole lot of stats for these guys, but but looking at scores, it seems like they're really up and down. Um, they play great at home. They don't play so well on the road. They're, they're two and two, two home games they've won, two road games they've lost, and they've been by wide margins. Is that mm-hmm. kind of what you've noticed too? Well, I think that, you know, the biggest thing, uh, the first game I think they lost to the Iberville, you yeah. know, 618, yeah. you know, Coach Dolan down there now, the former coach of Forest County is doing a great job with those guys down there. So, you know, they called them probably at the right time. And, uh, you know, we'll probably catch them at the wrong time. They're seeing <laughs> kind of hit their stride here lately, especially offensively. And, yeah. Uh, defensively, they're going to pose challenges, man. They, they, they're going to get after on defense and play a lot of man coverage. And they got some guys that can do it. And, uh, you know, they're, they're probably one of the best secondaries we've seen this year, without a doubt. And so, off that's you know what I was saying. They're up and down. That's offensively and defensively because it seems like the the scores that I saw, um, 
if they score a lot of points, they don't give up many. Right. But if they don't score many, they're giving up a lot. And yeah. so – And I think that you see, you know, a lot of guys maybe going both ways some. Mm, yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, they lose to Taylorsville. And, of course, Taylorsville's probably got one of the best quarterbacks they in do. the state of Mississippi. Absolutely. So, you know, um, you know, and then, of course, like I said, the Iberville. Uh, they beat a really good Collins team, you know. And uh, I think the other uh, win was against um, – Lawrence County. Lawrence County, which, you know, I know Lawrence County's always got some athletes. So, mm-hmm. you know, so interesting wins there, you know, yeah. and um, interesting losses as well. So talk a little bit about this offense. This one that we don't see a whole lot. You know, they run it in – they generally run it in the smaller classifications. Now, we we do have some in our region that are going to run something similar, probably East Central, probably Picayune, yep. of course. But um, – Talk a little bit about how it's different and how you defend it a little bit. Well, uh, tough to defend. That's why I've been so successful at <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, it is, uh, you know, uh, typically boils down to, you know, uh, winning, a, winning, getting off a block, winning a block, uh, you know, and making tackle before it gets started. You know, uh, buck sweeps one of the staples of that offense where they pull the guards and run it. And, but, you know, you get too much concentrating on that, they hit you with the wing back reverse and, off of that, the old belly play and, you know, some really good, you know, you ask any football coach, those are really good football plays that have, stand, have stood the test of time. I was going to say, a lot know. of traditional yes. football plays. And, uh, so when you add that, those traditional plays are really good football plays and uh, for offensive line angles to block it and stuff. So you add in that and then to give them with the speed that they have mm-hmm. and some misdirection where it gets real complicated in a hurry and uh, throw in some play action off that and, you ain't careful, they'll be behind you and up on you real quick. And, uh, you know, type of offense they run, you know, you may not touch the ball a whole lot. Well, it's a lot like why Picayune is so good at it and, and East Central is so good at it because you're running plays, you're running those traditional mm-hmm. base plays that these kids are learning in, yeah. in peewee football. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not adding a whole lot of extravagant stuff. You're not adding a ton of shotgun and – and uh, deep passes and, you know, slants and cry and all that stuff. You, you're running these basic plays that they're learning in peewee football. Yeah, I agree. And they're good at it. And like yeah. I said, uh, anybody know anything about Bassfield, Prentice, so they've got speed to, to let you borrow some, mm-hmm. you know. So they're good at what they do, man. And I said Coach Van Cuso has been great at doing it for a long time. So uh, we know it's going to be a challenge. We knew that when we put them on the schedule. But we felt like it was a game we needed to play. Felt like it was a game that was going to make us better and help prepare us for some of the teams you named in our region that's going to run yeah. that, you know, uh, you know, not just them two, but Pearl River Central is going to run a version mm-hmm. of that. You know, Gaucher runs some type of version of that, you know. So, you know, you got three, four teams within your division that's going to run some version of that wing tee that we'll see Friday night. So it's an opportunity for our kids to see it firsthand before uh, we start region play. Now, you talk about when you hear wing T, you think run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Will they throw it around a little bit? Yeah, yeah, and they've got some guys that can catch it. They do. Uh, you know, they're not going to – you know, if they throw it more than seven, eight times, you know, it's getting them getting out the comfort mm-hmm. zone probably. Yeah. But uh, typically when they throw it those six, seven times, the guys are wide open. They're going to pick their spots. Yeah. yeah. They're going to kind of lull you to sleep with the run. That's and then it. Now, uh, tell me about the defense. How's their – they they pretty stout. They come yeah. after you. They they're sit gonna back. Get after they're they're not going to sit back and wait. They're going to blitz a lot. They've got two really good linebackers. Uh, defensive fronts active. Uh, guys that get off blocks. They don't stay blocked. So, uh, you know, we're going to do a better job up front, a better job of making sure that, you know, we try to get into some things that, you know, can counter what they're trying to do. They're going to try to wear you down. And, and we talked last week. Uh, a little bit about the conditioning of your defense that we've noticed that in, in previous games. And so that could be an advantage for yeah. you guys, too, with them trying to wear you down and, yeah. and pound on you and pound on you. So that, that could be an advantage for you guys. Um, 
So what are you looking for out of your guys? I know you've mentioned it a little bit, and I'm kind of asking a, a repetitive question here, but what are you looking at overall out of your guys as we wrap up this preseason portion of the of the season? Just to be better. You know, I want this to be the best game we've played so far. Uh, I want to be better in every phase of the game. Uh, I want to do a better job of blocking, do a better job of tackling, and do a better job of competing and playing hard for four quarters. You know, I thought that was the thing going back to last week. I thought, you know, fourth quarter we didn't play as hard as we needed to to win the game. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but you know, that's the thing I want to see as a coach. Hey, let's come out of this last game hitting on all cylinders. So, speaking of last week, um, moving on from, is there any last things you want to say about Jeff Davis County? I think we covered most of it. But no, looking excited, looking forward to it. That would be an exciting night for both communities, both schools, and uh, you know, uh, both football programs. So, looking forward to Friday night and those guys coming to Di Patrick. I want to move on, and, and you actually just gave me a perfect segue, but I want to move on and, and talk about what it was like being back home at Di Patrick yeah. last week. We were on the road for a while. Uh, we got back home. Where, how did that feel? Were the players excited? Did did you do you think that that contributed at all to the better play? Yeah, I think you know, anytime you play at home, you know, confines of your own stadium and. and you're in your own locker room before the game, and you're able to go through your normal routine and things that, you know, you get accustomed to doing. It makes it a lot easier to get ready to play a game. But, uh, you know, I thought that, you know, a lot of our fans came out and cheered them on, and it was good to see. Uh, obviously, we had a lot more room in the stands for other fans. So, Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's the thing. I want people to make sure they understand. Yeah, come on out. Continue to come out and support these guys, man, and come feel the stands up, you know, and uh, that's important. Uh, it goes a long way. We're funding our program, not just football, but all our other programs as well. So, uh, but you know, we need our fans to come out, come in, get in the stands, and uh, you know, cheer the guys on. But uh, I thought that being back home was important for us. Uh, you know, just you know, getting there and just you know, getting ready for this new season. Yeah, I thought I thought the fans did a good job coming out because yeah. you knew Oak Grove was going to bring some, right. and uh, and they did. And uh, but I thought our guys showed up. And one thing I really liked seeing was there were a lot of former players there. Yeah, uh, yeah. we saw a lot of guys interviewed. Uh, actually, talked to Dexter Jordan on the radio yeah. uh, there in the second quarter. He's got a baseball camp uh, this Saturday going on at Hattiesburg. Uh, if y'all want to go, forty-five dollars, nine to twelve, Dexter Jordan baseball camp. But we'll be there. I'm taking my son. So. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, a lot of former players there, a lot of guys that come back. And I've seen them at every game. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them at all the games uh, coming back and supporting you guys. And, and these are guys that are playing college games on Thursday night or on Saturday, yeah. and they're at your games yeah. on Friday. And I think it just speaks to, you know, where we are as a program. And these guys have contributed, and they want to see it continue to do well. So, uh, you know, but we ask everybody, come on out. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And last thing, you guys did do some uh, – some stuff for Coach Red. Yeah, uh, y'all yeah. did some things, and Oak Grove did some things too. I, mm -hmm. I was impressed that they, uh, their student section, all the guys that paint their bodies, they painted their bodies red, yeah. and they had the That's hashtag right. Dirty Red and yeah. uh, that kind of stuff. So I, I was impressed with both teams, and uh, just kind of remembering. You know. Yeah, you know, a guy of that magnitude and legacy left behind, you know, and uh, you know the lives he was able to impact. You know why he was here in Hattiesburg, and uh, a lot of people think he's from here. You know, he's from Natchez. So. Yeah. But the impact he had on the people that. He came in contact with in both communities. Yes, yeah, so and uh, you know North Forest, Sacred Heart. You know uh, he just had an impact. Uh, he worked at the Y, the old Y down there, and so a lot of people, a lot of kids knew him and uh, respected him. And I think you saw part of that Friday night and with uh, us and Oak Road. Absolutely. Um, so games Friday night, seven o'clock, Di Patrick Stadium. We'll be back there. Tickets are seven bucks. Um, we're going to wrap up this preseason portion of the schedule. You always talk about. Your out-of-region games are your preseason. Yep.
you got your regular season, which is your region play, and then the postseason is the playoffs. It's all about getting in the dance, getting that's in the it. tournament. That's it, man. Just uh, trying to win those region games, getting the playoffs. Yep. And uh, that's what we're trying to do again this year. So, speaking of tickets, if you want to buy tickets, the tickets office, uh, you know, doesn't open early, but uh, you can buy tickets on game day uh, at the Tiger Center, our athletic office, up until 3 o'clock on Fridays. Uh, and then you stop. Okay. Awesome. Seven bucks for tickets. Uh, we, they need you there. They need you there to get this thing rolling. We're, this team's getting better and better, and you saw that last week against Oak Grove. I mean, this, this team is improving. This team is getting ready to roll. Coach Vance said all he wanted to do by the end of this preseason portion was see an improved team, and we've seen that so far. We'll see where that can take us with Jeff Davis County this week. Uh, I want to say Booster Club applications are $20, $30 with a T-shirt. Uh, you can get that, get those at any, from any Booster Club member. I'm sure you can get those at the Tiger Center. You can get those all over the place. Uh, also want to say the Tiger Store is open on Thursdays from 5 to 7 at the Tiger Center. Get all your Tiger gear there, uh, shirts, hats, jackets. It's going to be cold eventually, I think. I don't know, but maybe. Um, but if it is, they've got jackets there. They've got all kinds of stuff. So get your stuff there. Um, all that stuff, all the proceeds there go back to the student-athletes. I want to thank sponsors, uh, City of Hattiesburg, Forest County Board of Supervisors, Forest General Hospital, the First, the National Banking Association, Clyde Bryant, State Farm Insurance, the First Bank, uh, Hattiesburg Coca-Cola, Abpain Associates, Walk-Ons Bistro and Bar here uh, where we are. They, they take care of us. They were the game sponsor last week, did a great job in the press box. They had Eric that we interviewed last week down giving out Frisbees and shirts and hats and cups, and I don't know what all he was giving out, but uh, – I think you gave out a bunch of stuff. And so uh, we appreciate all those sponsors. Um, join us every week here, 7 o'clock, at Walk-Ons or on Facebook Live for this show. Support these guys. These, these guys play hard. They work hard. You hear Coach Vance talk about how hard they work all the time. And support them. Uh, want to invite you to come out. Want to tell you how to listen to the game or watch the game. 92.7, the score. Uh, if you want to listen to it on the radio, we've got uh, the link that – I always forget to tell John, hey, stick that link down there in the in the thing. I forget to tell him every time. He's <laughs> shrugging his shoulders and throwing his hands up. He's mad at me now. But um, also, HattiesburgTigers.com, you can watch. Coach, final thoughts? I'm just looking forward to it. You know, I think our guys are working hard every day to get better. Uh, I tell people all the time, we have open practice. People are welcome to come out and watch this practice and see what we're doing as coaching staff, try to make our players the best they could possibly be. Uh, you know, and I tell people all the time, you know, uh, come watch. You know, and you'll see um, what it is. I think that we're doing as good a job as anybody trying to get our players ready to go. But uh, our players are working hard. They are. And that's the thing I told somebody the other day. I said, instead of coming to practice, they're working hard. They want to be better. And that's what it's all about. They're working. As long as they're working, trying to get better, we're going to get better. And uh, we've done that so far. And now it's time to take that next step. They're still showing up. That's it. They're still showing up. (laughs) And they need you to still show up. That's it. So we'll see you Friday night, 7 o'clock, D.I. Patrick Stadium. Get there, get you a seat. Got reserved seats you can get. Get get there, get you a seat. Uh, But tonight for John, for Deuce over there, Coach Vance, and myself, thank you. Good night. Go Tigers.